0: Welcome back to Franchising with Purpose, I'm Amanda Lacour. A lot of things have changed since we last chatted, haven't they? Here at Griswold, we've gone through some changes, and there are some new faces both out in the field and here at the Home Office. We're really excited to share this new season of Franchising with Purpose with you and hope you continue to find it informative and entertaining. In today's premiere episode, we're speaking with Beth Copeland, the Director of Griswold Home Care of Sussex and Kent Counties, Delaware, and Mike Slupecki, President and CEO of Griswold Home Care. We chatted about the home care industry, Beth's background, and how it translates to operating the business, and talked a little about what a successful home care business looks like. Thank you to Beth and Mike for joining us, and we hope you enjoy the interview. Hello, and welcome back to Franchising with Purpose. I'm joined today by Beth Copeland, Director of our Sussex and Kent County Delaware office, and Mike Slupecki, President and CEO of Griswold Home Care. How are you?
1: Great, Amanda. How are you?
0: I'm doing well. Beth, how are you? I'm great. Thank you so much. Well, thank you both so much for taking the time to be here today and chat with us a little bit more about um, why home care is a good business to start. So that's where we're going to start the conversation today, and we'll see where it takes us. Uh, So we're going to just open things up for anybody who's not familiar with home care. So, Mike, do you want to give us a a definition, a 30-second overview of what is home care?
1: Sure. Thanks, Amanda. Uh, You know, it's an industry where um, folks that need help, uh, we provide uh, caring people. That have a little bit of a mission in their heart to to give back, and uh, and, and we match them up with uh, largely uh, elderly, but there's also folks uh, that have been inflicted with a disability of some sort that could use a hand uh, on their activities of daily living. That that you hear the term ADLs, and it could be uh, you know cooking, uh, cleaning, just companionship. Um, and it, again, it just provides folks the ability to stay, you know, safely in their home where they want to be, uh, for as long as possible. And, and many times it's, it's often to just even give family caregivers uh, a respite or a break from providing that care to their, um, to their parent or other loved ones. So it's just a, a way to help folks stay in their homes.
0: right. Thank you for that uh, definition. I know it's not a, it's, it's common, a common term. I think if you're involved and directly impacted, but something that folks may not be as familiar with. So thanks. It's Um, surprising.
1: And Beth can comment on this as well, but it is surprising uh, the number of folks that aren't aware that this is really an industry and, and that this help is available. And, and while it's getting more and more prevalent, you will still find folks that are, are learning about it.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, I'm one of those folks. I Until I started working here, I didn't know that home care was, was a thing. I thought it was up to the family to care for that person. And I love that there's help out there for those people.
2: We have calls every day, people calling and, and asking, what is it that we do do? How can we help them? They'd heard from a friend or somebody else had recommended this. But they really have no idea what it what it means to them or to their loved ones.
0: Yeah, and Beth, you have speaking of kind of what we do and you have an interesting story about I think how you got involved in the business and in, in Griswold Home Care. So you want to share your story?
2: Yeah, I'd love to. So I was very fortunate to um, have met somebody that was running the office prior to me that trusted me. In taking care of her office, learning the business, and 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 doing what was a piece of my heart, I took care of my grandfather for many many years. He lived on a tiny little island in the Caribbean, and it was five square miles. Had didn't have a lot of health care. I would fly him back and forth until the time that I just couldn't anymore. He wasn't wasn't mobile, and so he stayed uh, there, and his wish was to be at home and we couldn't fulfill it. And he ended up um, passing away in this tiny little hospital and it wasn't where he wanted to be. And it's one of those things I kind of never got past. And so this was a passion of mine and it's something I'd always wanted to do. And you know, every day when I get to see people and know that I've helped them be where they want to be, I feel like we've done a great job. And so it was one of the reasons I I uh, really pursued this career and and then purchased the business from Ann.
0: Thanks for sharing. I don't know that I ever knew that part of your story before. Um, and I think it's a it's a common story, unfortunately, for so many folks. But it sounds like that's what kind of drove you to make this decision. Um, any other reasons, or was that really the driving factor behind transitioning? I know you worked with Marianne for a long time, and she brought you in to learn the business, and you know, learn how the office ran, and then ultimately you ended up buying the business from her. So, was that your really your sole motivation for buying it, or do you have any other reasons?
2: Well, I I after having run it for so many years. I you know I wasn't sure when I started how well I would do, what it would mean, how it would change my life. Um, and so I, as I did it, I realized, Oh, I'm good at this. I like this. This is great. This is a lot of fun. And Marianne and I talked a little when we started, was it her purpose to get me involved and then sell it? Probably not, but we kind of walked down that path and it made sense. And I was very, very interested and, and, and pushed, you know, to say, I, I really am ready or, you know, would, would you sell it to me? And, it just happened to be great timing and worked for both of us, and I'm very thankful. And best thing I ever did, hands down.
1: Yeah, That's and just awesome. just to add, Amanda, uh, yeah. for folks that are are checking in on this this uh, podcast, it, Marianne Murray was someone that uh, was a f- former employee, knew Gene uh, personally, and uh, and started up in Wilmington and stretched out into now where Beth operates in Southern Delaware. Uh, But she's uh, a long tenured person that we still work with very closely. And I think what's, you know, what's I think when it was folks, when folks start a business, uh, a good succession coach will tell you, you know, you also have to start planning for what you're going to do when you want to retire. And I think she did a great job in finding um, successors for both her Wilmington, Delaware office, as well as her office office and Lewis that Beth operates. And it's, and it is a great business that has, you know, the longevity. Uh, and it's not only is it a great business to get into, but it's also a good business to eventually transition like everyone will often do. And, and a lot of folks we have in the network, uh, we find are multi-generational, uh, where we have succession, not in the way Beth, uh, got her business from, from Marianne, but, It's passed down from children and in some cases, you know, even grandchildren.
0: Yeah, it's something you invest a a lot of time and and energy into learning and building and the, the idea of it's not just, okay, well, this is what I'm going to do for now, but it's something you can build and leave a legacy for whether it is your own family, Mike, as you mentioned, that so many of our offices have done or someone else in the community and the ability to bring somebody in and have things keep going after you've moved on to other things, which Marianne has moved on to other uh, other fish in the Griswold Sea doing a lot of other things.
1: Yeah, but uh, don't forget, she's got a daughter that started another franchise.
0: She does. <laughs> she's spread I, spread out.
2: I was very lucky that her daughter didn't want my territory. <laughs> we laugh about that to this day. <laughs> lucky me.
0: <laughs> so Beth, what what keeps you going? It you know, it's it's I don't want to say a hard business, but there's a lot to it and even caring for anyone who's cared for their own family member or loved one knows how Taxing sometimes it can be to care for for someone. So, what at the end of the day, what keeps you coming into the office and and keeps you growing, going, and growing?
2: It is one of the most exciting, um, can be difficult, but fun um, jobs I've ever had in my life. And we laugh, and we laugh, and we laugh, and we go home feeling really, really good. A lot. Some days we go home not feeling so great but we um are always giving it our all and i don't know that there's a whole lot of businesses where you can go home and know i have two thank you notes on my table right now from clients that have the testimonies of what we've done to change their life and change the life of the person that maybe they lost or their other family members and how we made this easier for them I don't know any, I don't know very many jobs where you, you can do that. And, and, and it's your own business. You know, it's not like you're working in a facility. You can do that, but this is your own business as well. And so you benefit from that and you benefit from all the people that you work with, all the caregivers that work for me. We try so hard to make this a fantastic career for them. We try so hard to make this a a wonderful place for families to utilize, to take care of their loved ones. And so it's it's multifaceted. It's exciting. No day is ever the same. And that's kind of right up my alley. So that's what keeps me going.
0: Awesome. Yeah. I think the only thing the same from one day to the next in home care is that there's nothing the same from one day to the next, right?
2: <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs>
0: Um, and you mentioned some things that, that it's always there. It's all, you know, giving back to the community. Um, and especially now, I think, in in the current state of things with the pandemic and COVID-19. And a lot of folks may be out there looking to make a difference. And there's a lot of options. Like you said, it, it's really a, one of those options and one of those investments that allows you to give back in so many ways and get those thank you notes and really change people's lives. Um, but my, my next question for, and I'll start with Mike and then Beth will come back. To you is why is starting a home care agency a, a good investment, especially now.
1: Yeah, we we always say we always tell folks that um, you know, and, and Beth she just hit on it real, real, real hard. There is that the returns on this investment come in different ways, and you have to have a value. You have to place a value in what Beth just said, and that is the thank you notes of the lives that you're positively impacting. Um, we, you know, we will ask folks, you know, what is their biggest motivator to going into this business? And if they say, Oh, I heard you can make, uh, some good money. Uh, that's a really turnoff for us because, um, we, while while certainly every business needs to provide a return. Um, you have to have your priorities straight because it can be a hard business. And if you're not valuating those dividends that come back in the form of thank you notes uh, and really giving back to the community, then then you're going to be not counting a big part of why you go into this business. It's, it is a great business because it is pandemic proof. You know, I've been in this business for going on 20 years and I, I was here in 2007 and 2008. And, you know, you would have never known after that financial challenges that everybody saw that there was, that it affected home care. Home care continued on. And that's because, you know, the family members, uh, you know, they need the help. And if they were able to care for their parents, they would. But many are, many children are, are not local to their families any longer, or they have other full-time jobs that are taking up their time and they, they need the help. And when we just went through this pandemic and this was in March of, uh, you know, of, of 2020, we did see about a three week decline. And I really, in my view, and Beth can comment on this as well, because she's actually closer to it working in a, in a, in the care franchise as opposed to the franchise or, um, You know, I think the family members thought they had to do it uh, because of this scary virus that nobody knew what it was about, Uh, but uh, they couldn't do it. And, 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 And quickly the business came right back because it's just a needed service. And so, you know, whether it's a, you know, a financial challenge in this country or whether it's, you know, a pandemic in this country, it doesn't change the need. It doesn't change the demand. And that's what makes uh, this a really uh, a really good investment.
2: And I'll add to that, you know it's it's pandemic proof, but we're also looking nationally now at a shortage of caregivers. And even with that, we're managing to grow. Um, and yes, it's it's a little more difficult. and you know, would we want more? Absolutely. But we're continuing to do just fine um, in in an environment that's very hard for a lot of other businesses that are having to close down. Um, and, And we're not because we're providing a great career. And again, it's how you run your business. But if you do it in a way that values your caregivers, they find this rewarding and it's a great career. And so it becomes something that's attractive to people. And we're able to attract people still. So, you know, that's another big, big piece of what we've had to um, kind of overcome in the past couple of years. And, and we continue to do so successfully.
1: Yeah. And, and again, I know everybody felt, uh, you know, the shutdowns and things like that. And it devastated uh, some of the, some other industries. Uh, but again, we're an essential service, a needed service. You can't not provide that care. Um, so regardless of what happens, it's really solid.
0: And I'm going to throw a question here um, that, Charlie, you may want to cut out later, but I'm going to throw it in anyway, because, Beth, you mentioned the the caregiver shortage opportunity, and we're talking about the, the labor shortages just across the country as a whole. How does that impact your business, and what are some, and, and Mike, I'll start with you again, because I know this is something we talk a lot about, you know, other ways to still, because people still need care, as you just mentioned. So how... Um, if you're looking to buy a home care company or start a home care agency that might be something you're really thinking about what would you tell somebody who's saying I don't know if this is the the opportunity for me because of the current labor struggles and things going on
1: Yeah I would answer I would answer it this way um, and, and the, the common thread to a success and and you know I'll compliment Beth because she's one of the best and that is, You have to have, you have to be a great leader. You need to look at yourself in the mirror and ask, you know, can you attract and retain people? Because that's what it boils down to. Uh, I always say A players don't work for B bosses. And so you're not, if if you can't be that person that attracts the, the, the best coordinators in the business who then help attract the best caregivers in the business, You know, it all starts at the top. And so, you know, look at your career, look at um, your experiences and your ability to attract and retain great people. And whether that's coaching or sports or, you know, again, in a professional career or in the military, we see a lot of great success. And I think the success we see with folks with that military background is they're taught those leadership skills that can translate. Um, well into a business where it's all people and that's what we have to do. It's, it's, it's attracting and retaining the best people.
0: Absolutely. Beth, anything you want to add to that?
2: I I think again, this is, we're talking about, um, is it a good business to start and, and, and who are good leaders? Would I have considered myself one of those? No, I, I didn't know that that was what I was when I started, um, You know i i have perfected a lot of skills along the way but one of the things that keeps me going going back to that question again though is when you have a difficult person or a difficult situation um, the ability to learn how to turn that situation around and make it positive in in any which way um, is is really fulfilling Um, and again i don't know that a lot of people do that in a business environment as well as often as it kind of happens here in such a critical manner, if you have an unhappy client, how do you turn it around and and make sure, I mean, it's a people business. It's never going to be perfect. And so how do you turn this around so that that client trusts you and values you? And, you know, something may have gone wrong. It was, you know, a snafu that you didn't anticipate. But if you do it correctly, then you have gained this person's respect forever. And that's a really great, Feeling when you're able to do it, and that's something that I've learned along the way. I wasn't perfect at the beginning, but um, it, it keeps me going too because you feel good that you're able to do those things. Um, it's, a, it's a, it's a, it is a great feeling. Uh, not the best when you're somebody's unhappy with you, but when you turn it around, it sure feels good. <laughs>
0: Yeah, absolutely. I think there's a a book out there. I think it's called raving fans, which is all about that concept. And those, those people often are times are your, your biggest promoters and go to the highest mountaintops when you can make those things right. And it, that does, it has to feel good. All right. Well, I've got, we're going to kind of lighten, I don't want to say lighten things up here. We're going to have a little fun. Um, Thank you both for your, your thoughts on those topics. Um, My, my question for you, and I'll start with Beth, is when you started out in the home care space, what was? If I had to ask you, what was the most unexpected thing that you did not think you would enjoy, and you really found yourself like being the highlight of your day?
2: Working with people that I that were very different than me. Um, I have learned and had so many wonderful relationships um, over the years now that I I just cherish. And these aren't people that I would have ever met before um, or, uh, you know, had the privilege of knowing or working with. And it has been really, really wonderful. It's probably one of my favorite things um, are are the people all the way from caregivers to clients, to the animals. I've met pet turkeys. We've had pet pigs, (laughs) I, you know, it's just—it's been great. It's been really, really fun.
1: Uh, Beth does eggs. have the cutest little office dog in the world. Just saying,
2: <laughs> she's not here today because she would bark. <laughs> but <laughs> <laughs> so we have we have some fun animals that we do.
0: And now I'm curious: what's the most interesting animal that you've gotten to meet?
2: Baby, the turkey. I I walked in outside to meet a client and this turkey was waist high staring at me and it was walking around me and the gentleman says oh baby likes you and i said well how how do you know baby likes me and he said because he hasn't attacked you (laughs) seriously so we had to go back and my call on the way back was we need to find caregivers that don't mind turkeys that will walk in the house <laughs> so it was. It was the most interesting day ever. I'll remember it forever. But I baby was it, a great not turkey.
0: Something I've ever heard before.
2: Ever, I have a picture of baby, and I laugh when it comes up in my memories. <laughs> 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 forever. Yeah, lots of fun. Oh, yeah.
0: That's awesome, um, Mike. My my question for you here. Speaking of baby, the turkey. Um, what never fails to make you laugh? Uh, uh,
1: for my my point. Um, I think honestly, you know, we, we in the franchisor, you know, don't have those daily interactions like Beth, Beth has, uh, working with our, our, ultimate customers. Um, but at the same time, again, it's really just trying to assemble a great team. And I think, uh, the team we have at the headquarters, uh, is, is a plus and it's not just the folks that that have the competency be, to be successful, but they honestly do. Uh, I won't name names, but we have a lot of fun uh, together at the home office.
0: I will second that. We do have quite a bit of fun. We work hard, but we play hard too. All right. So we are, um, our final episode here getting ready to talk about is um, what does a successful home care business look like? So, Beth, I'll start with you. If you had to tell a new owner two or three things that they really should count on or really honed skills that will make them successful, what would those two or three things be?
2: Number one, relationships. Um, Relationships are this business. And it's not only your relationship with your staff and caregivers, clients, it's relationships in the community, resources um, who are going to refer clients to you. That has been, you know, um, years in the making for me, and I've met so many amazing people. And the vast majority of our business now is is word of mouth, and, and that's all a testament to relationships. So it um, takes a little time, but it's well worth all the investing you can do in it, and um, is also extremely rewarding. Um, people trust you. And that feels really good that they'll call. And we still love hearing the names when they call. So-and-so told me to call. And um, so relationships are really, really the business. Um, And I think the second thing that um, I think that you need to be successful is a why. Why are you coming to work every day? Why is it you're doing what you're doing? And then ensuring that everybody that's on your team knows that why, understands the why. You're all on the same page. And... It's not, as I think Mike had said before, it's not about the money. It's about what is this feeling that we're trying to do? What is this effort that we're all trying to do together? And and really sitting down and making sure everybody understands that, um, and that that's a piece of your culture and what you're doing every day. And I think if you do that correctly and you do the right thing, the business will follow. And it's that simple. And we have been successful in doing it that way. I, for us, those are really the, the two main two main components of what have made us successful. I believe.
1: Hey, I've got a question for you, Beth. Sorry, Amanda. No, you're good. I, I totally agree with your comment. I think it, it's it's perfect. The one about you know building relationships, but I'd I would almost ask you to go a level another level down. What has helped you succeed in building those relationships?
2: Having the why and able to articulate it in the trust, Uh, you know, if somebody refers to me, we will never let them down. Uh, And and when they understand that, it just continues. And so that relationship builds and builds, and then they'll recommend you to somebody else. Um, But it it really boils down to trust and, uh, you know, and, and being um, uh, what's, you know, trustworthy uh we you know we will yeah. do anything we're going above and beyond to take care if you have trusted me to make a referral we'll make sure you'll never regret it um right. and and sometimes that's really hard um and i have been driving to airports and had to turn around and come back and go take care of a client because we couldn't find anybody but you know you you know when you need to do it and you'll do it and it'll pay off a thousand fold if you're able to do that
0: Mike, anything you would add or?
1: Yeah, I think I think she hit it right on the head. Um, you know, I I my my career grew up through the financial side of the business, but I'm always one that said, you know, you never the money will come when you do all the things you're supposed to be doing as part of the business. It's not the focus; it's the result. And uh, you know, again, it starts with relationships. And the reason I. Kind of push back or I dug a little deeper with Beth is, is some folks ask themselves, you know, do I have to be, uh, what if I'm a little bit introverted or do I have to be extroverted? And she didn't mention any of that. You know, her thing was do what you say, say what you do, follow through on your word. That's what's going to generate that credibility and reliability and the trust. Uh, sure. Do you have to be comfortable interacting with people? Of course, it's a people business, whether it's clients, whether it's caregivers, but it's, it's not so much introvert, extrovert, it's just reliable.
0: It's a good Absolutely. one. I think reliability, consistency, all good words to kind of sum that up. Um, before we kind of wrap this up do you any parting thoughts, anything you all want to share with our listeners that we didn't talk about?
2: I would Go just ahead, love to. Yeah. I'd really like to say that this has been hands down. I've had many careers. I've done a lot of great things. And this has been hands down the best thing I've ever done and continue to do. I love it every day. And uh, I love the people I work with. And I think, uh, I've really enjoyed, I've seen a change in leadership through the, you know, the home office and I am thrilled with the leadership and i feel very lucky that we, we have you all. And I thank you all for supporting me and what I do every day. It means a lot.
1: Well, that was very nice, Beth. Uh, <laughs> don't That's know really don't, why we invited you I don't, I don't you take compliments today. well, but, <laughs> um, but, 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 but you're exactly right. I think, um, you know, when I joined the company, uh, I thought there was a lot of opportunity uh, to not only get more more people on the bus to support the franchise network, but in some respects to get even you know better people. And again, I measure people uh, kind of the same way you know you were referring to before. We have to be that reliable to you. We're not the ones directly taking care of the clients and the caregivers, but we have to arm you with as much support and as much tools and resources as we can to, to, to make your lives a little bit easier. And, and, and we do, I can tell you personally, you know, I, I get a lot of, even though I'm not the one that's getting the thank you notes, it, it feels great to be part of a company that does what it does and the mission that it, it provides. I would not be as happy working for Subway. I just get so much <laughs> excitement when I talk to the owners and who they're doing and the, the, the stories and, And even the work, and it's probably a sidetrack, but even the work we're doing through the foundation, I mean, all these things, um, you know, give a little bit back and it's it's very rewarding for me and the team.
0: Absolutely. Well, thank you both for taking the time to be here, Beth. I know that, you know, the, the world doesn't stop and home care doesn't stop because you're chatting with us on a podcast. So we really appreciate you taking the time and Mike as well. I know you're a very busy guy. So thanks for hanging out with me today and talking a little bit about um, why home care is a good business to start.
1: Thanks, thanks Amanda. Us. And thank you, Beth.
0: Thank you. Thanks again for joining us for Franchising with Purpose. I'm Amanda Lepore. Don't forget to visit Griswold Franchising on social media for more information. Griswold Home Care Franchising on Facebook, at Griswold Fran on Twitter, and Griswold Home Care Franchise on Instagram. Make sure to subscribe wherever you get your favorite podcasts, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and check out my personal favorite, griswoldhomecare.com slash franchise. If you like what you've been hearing, make sure to rate and review the show on your favorite app. We really appreciate it. See you next time.